0: It's the four again, the Marvel boys. And girls.
1: And girls. And, and girl. Girl.
0: girls, I guess. Owen said it. We've got multiple now.
2: Sorry, everyone.
1: multiple people, hooray.
2: But do you speak for the trees? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: Um, I mean, considering I've got like 42 plants, probably. That's
0: true. Yeah, it yep. would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So with the open quotes, last Avengers movie, Endgame, coming out soon... We thought it would be fun to talk about our favorite and least favorite Marvel movies. I'm joined today with Kevin. Hello. Megan. Hey. Owen. Hello. And I'm Jake. And so we're going to start. Uh, we aggregated all our lists, kind of got one universal list across all of us. And so we're just going to start at the top and move our way down. So coming in at number one, we got Winter Soldier.
3: Excellent, Phil. Yeah. Just really good. I rewatched it. Uh, after we were tasked with figuring out what our lists were. And I think it does something that a lot of the other movies don't. And it's really the cinematography of it. Like, I, I love just the sh- the random shots and how they're composed uh, in between fight scenes and things like after uh, Pierce is dead. And you just have this shot of, like, his office. He's dead on the ground. And in the background, you see the um, aircraft carriers, like, falling out of the sky. And it's just such a well-composed and beautiful shot. And they just take a, like, they take a beat to just show that to you. And that's one of the reasons why I really love this movie is they always just, like, take that beat to show you, like, the beauty of the world that they're, like, immersing you in.
2: It's also one of the, it's not a cosmic movie, it's not a magical movie, and while my my personal favorite one is Ragnarok, it is, it is, not, it is not like that. It's not killing you with flashy lights and giant spectacles. It has an amount, like, the, a lot of the characters that matter in this are the more regular people in the MCU, so you can have actual problems that, like, make a little bit of, like, dramatic sense and not just, oh, well... You fix it because magic happens, or, like, someone comes down literally out of the sky and fixes your problems.
0: Yeah, there's actually, there's no one with, like, actual honest-to-God superpowers in this movie, is there? Like, obviously there's Captain America, but he's just, like, buff.
1: Right, like...
2: It's tears of super strength. Like, you get Captain America, you get Bucky in there. You've got a lot of people that are really, really badass and would be able to be in, like, a James Bond movie or, like... A Bourne movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think another thing that really, like, reason I really love this movie is you get a lot of, like, the interpersonal relationships. Like, for once, Black Widow isn't just, like, a background character. You're actually seeing, like, her relationship with Steve and how they're kind of, like, friends and, like, she's important. And then you get, like, the nice, like, Sam and Steve dynamic. And I don't know, I just, I really appreciate that because it's not so much about, like, life or death, end of the world scenario, gotta save the day with our superpowers, and it's more about, like, here are some cool people and how they're, like, solving problems together.
0: Yeah, I also... uh, So one of my personal favorite things about it is that it does have those personal moments, but it also has, like, one of the bigger, like, Marvel Universe-altering things where S.H.I.E.L.D. is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is now the bad guys. And it fits so naturally in the story that it's not, like, it doesn't take you out of the story to have this bit of world building in there. It's, like, the main plot of the story is this. Right, it it affects so well. Yes, it's brilliant.
1: This was, I, I know we'll get to it later, but this was one of my biggest problems with, like, Civil War. It felt like they were trying to do too much and, like, shoehorn in a bunch of things that didn't really fit. Sure. But, like, Winter Soldier just works so well.
2: Winter Souls is that one that I always go, wait, that wasn't an Avengers movie. That was a Captain America movie. And it's like, oh, it's just had all, it was a great ensemble movie that was really important for how the MCU developed, but it wasn't actually an Avengers title because, well, it didn't need to be.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a scene where Captain America beats the shit out of a bunch of people in an elevator. And you yeah, got to get which, out
3: of oh, oh, before we get started. That scene is so good. Yeah. Uh, when I was rewatching it, I was explaining to Allison just how much I love that scene and every reason why I love the elevator scene. Like every part of it is just great. The angles, the buildup that like how tense it is when it actually <laughs> like breaks out into the fight. The action is well paced and is like, Oh, it's just, it's probably, I would say on par with like the, um, the hallway scene from the first uh, season of daredevil. It's just such great action.
0: Yeah, I th- I think Winter Soldier is my favorite Jason Bourne movie. <laughs> <real>? I agree. <laughs> so, okay, moving on. Number two is Ragnarok. Kev, this was
2: actually your favorite. Ah, <laughs> Copyright <laughs> infringement. Uh, this one, this, this movie is just, this is in a lot of ways the opposite of Winter Soldier, but done well still. It's over the top for a whole lot of it. But it still has these deep character reactions. Like, we see Thor and Loki interacting in a way that isn't, oh, why are you being a douche canoe? Why did you fake your death? I hate you forever. Or, oh, everything's fine. It's the beginning of Thor, and, like, you haven't even seen my true colors yet. You you see them acting like it. You see the get help scene. <laughs> I hate get help. No, no, no. I don't know. We're going to do it anyway. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and, like, that's there, and you have, oh. The Grand Master, and you have Valkyrie, and you have uh when the the least powerful character in like from like a resonance perspective is Kate Blanchett playing Hella and she kills it, you know oh. you've got a great cast of characters playing to a very good script and I think Ragnarok was the the, the shiny, exciting one that we needed after the ones that are kinda of, like deep and gritty happened. They're really good, but they're they're the reason people liked the DC Batman movies, not the reason why a lot of people like Marvel movies, even though we think Winter Soldier is great, even though I think Winter Soldier is great. You sometimes need the ones with the crazy superpowers and the people that swing giant hammers at you. Like
3: Taika Waititi just did such a good job of picking up a mostly broken franchise and just, like, breathing life into it, because everybody going into this was just like, ah, oh, man, a- Thor 3, and we all left Let's with, holy yourself.
2: shit, Thor 3. Speak for yourself. Are <laughs> you Thor, the god of hammers? <laughs> Dude, okay, hey. after Thor Dark Elves mode, oh, god, it was right? like, what
0: do you even do with this guy? Like, he works well in ensembles, but when he's on his own, he's a
2: Norse guy, and so he's like, oh, and it's just like, it's boring.
1: And this is honestly the best thing they could have done for Legitimately. Like that.
2: This- this was great because it didn't have uh, Natalie Portman in it. Yeah. She, oh my God. She didn't do anything in either of the Thor movies. No. Like, didn't I want guess. to do anything. At She's all, I was a really good say dramatic it. actor, but she didn't decide to show up. For she didn't want to the be movies. there. Yeah. No. And so when when the with... chick from Two Broke Girls and Stellan Skarsgård are the people trying to carry your carry from the third and fourth position, it's not going to do it. Like Chris Hemsworth playing the lovable ding dong, but it, like it's it's a very like quiet kind of character it's like oh he's like he throws things on the ground like he throws (laughs) coffee cups on the ground and asks for another one and everyone stares at him and that only works if you've got someone backing that scene up and you, you can't do it with like the third and fourth and fifth supporting cast and in Ragnarok the third and fourth and fifth supporting like the second person playing in that movie was goddamn Loki and so it works like You pair him with somebody else, and he's great. You pair him with nobody, and he he doesn't do it. He stands around holding his hammer, if you will. Pardon the metaphor.
0: I don't get it. I find
3: it it interesting how our top two movies are the two in the MCU that broke rank and changed... um, just kind of the genre of their character Mm. because like winter soldier went from being kind of like war movie and and righteousness to spy thriller captain america and then ragnarok went from uh, sci-fi to kind of like uh space 80s retro funny sci-fi and so like both of them definitely subverted their genre and made something new out of it and i kind of then postulate hey maybe we should do this with some other characters like i don't know i don't know who you do that with but i definitely if if changing genre has worked so well with two of your franchises do it with a third see what happens
2: and here's here's where i think this shows how enfranchised we are we like a lot of these movies and so the ones that really stand out from the pack are the ones we have as number one and two for very different reasons whereas if i think if i was going to suggest just watch one marvel movie like i would not recommend either of these because you need to be invested in them you need to see how much these are doing differently and you need to be caught up on characters that you need to be already somewhat invested in like uh maybe maybe it's captain america one maybe it's iron man one maybe it's the first guardians but like I, I think these are the best too if you're gonna watch all of these movies. If you're gonna watch like half of them. Like these are gonna be great. I think if you if you were gonna suggest it to someone fairly new to the franchise, it wouldn't be these ones. Even though they I... are, I think, the best ones.
3: Okay, I'm gonna disagree
1: yeah, with you. Then. Yeah. I'm also not sure I agree with that.
3: <laughs> I, I see Kevin's point, and I would agree with the fact that uh, you know, if you go into Winter Soldier without seeing the first one, you definitely lose a lot of
2: And Captain America's kind, like at the beginning of it, Captain America's the boring blonde boy, like like how Thor wasn't like much of anything. You don't know what he means yet.
3: It, it was, yeah, I was gonna say is like other than the exchange the that, that he head has head with Sam in the beginning, you really don't have an idea of who Captain America is as kind of like the soldier in the goody two shoes guy, uh if you didn't watch the first one. like i I understand what you're saying there. And then, you know, watching him go from my government is amazing, and I will always do what's right and follow my orders to fuck that shit. y'all being shady. This ain't right. like, it's definitely a moment of his character changing, well, and if you don't really see it, it's kind of like I do, I do agree that it would take some wind out of the sail, but I feel like they do such a good job with Winter Soldier and it's still setting really it up. Good. Like you don't need to. Must like, that. Uh, like,
2: no,
1: at what part was is, he a goody two shoes? It's really orders? not. That's like the the trope, right? Like that's the. You know, the thing that people say, that's what, like, the right takes away from, oh, Captain America, but, like, that's not how he's been portrayed in any like of any movies. Movie. Yeah. So if we're doing it, like, based on MCU, like, movie canon, no, that's never been his character. Well, like,
2: goody is in that he's a good guy, not that he is always an orderly citizen.
1: Well, sure,
0: yes. Like, but I, and I think the they communicate it pretty well yeah. in the lead-up of Winter Soldier. They do. And then, like, Ragnarok, I would argue it's a completely different Thor than in any other film, so it almost doesn't matter if you've seen the other ones.
1: I feel like Ragnarok is a lot of fun whether or not you've seen the other yes. ones, and honestly, I think you'll it's better probably it. appreciate it more if you haven't seen the first or second ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, from recent experience trying to show these movies to somebody, I started with Ragnarok, and then we tried to go back and watch the first one and the second one. We Ugh. managed to get through the first one. We did not get more than 20 minutes into oh, yeah, the I, second one before we were like, nope, done. We're it's not so
2: here, bad. We're not here yet, but I, we're, so we're not to the point where I, I can say wholeheartedly, I think that Thor 2 is better than anyone else in this room, probably, but also, I don't watch it. Just don't. It's not worth it. Not
0: so now bad. that we've gotten completely off-track yeah. on Thor 2. <laughs> no, I mean, it happens. Uh, let's move on to our third one avengers the first one presumably yes avengers one
2: hey all the pieces moved more or less the way they wanted them to
3: you know the the first time that we saw like the big budget crossovers of many different franchises i got that reference yeah (laughs) like part of me knows
0: that like i'm super biased because like being in it from like iron man one It was like, this is what we'd been waiting for, and this was where we learned whether it worked or not.
2: Doth mother know you weareth her drapes. (laughs) That's,
0: God. But it's a great movie. It's fun, it's funny. The characters play off each other super well. It's It's the first time I actually like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah, because he's kind of a douche, but also he's
2: kind of a douche doing things. Well, because now he's a douche, and all the other
0: characters look at him and go, You're a douche. And I go, Yeah! We get it. Yeah. He doesn't also have to be the main good guy. He can be the douche.
2: You can be laughing at him and then also him being constructive.
0: Yeah. Like, it just just works like gangbusters, man. The fight scenes are great. All the characters meet for the first time and those scenes are fucking great. It's the first time Thor fights Hulk and that's always fun.
2: They explain a little bit who everybody is when you need them. Enough that, like, you can go into this movie blind. It's... It's better if you've watched the other ones, but, like, it stands up. And
3: it's it's also just historically significant of just being the first Avengers. Like, it's the first time that this is all kind of, like, has come together. We've seen in films, like, franchises cross paths before. But to have multiple films all crossing paths to, like, one pinnacle point... You know, this is this is like what birthed the cinematic universe. This is what everyone was chasing afterwards. You know, everybody saw that and was just like, yo, and it's still the third largest grossing movie of the MCU. And I think it's in somewhere in the top 10 of like all time.
1: So I ranked this one quite a bit lower than the rest of you. But I'll, I'll say that's not because I think less of it. It's just because there were more movies that I liked a lot more. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but like, no, I, I completely agree. Like the Avengers was, you know, the thing that we were building up to. And it was this first like really ensemble cast, like big screen superhero movie. And it was just like, it's a lot of fun and I can go back and rewatch it and just Still appreciated as much as I did that first time around.
2: Like I think it gets maybe too many free points for being the first one of the ensemble maybe. cast ones, but that doesn't mean it's not really great. Like it doesn't deserve to be really good in its own right. And it it pulled off something a lot of people thought was gonna be impossible. Was it perfect? No, but like it didn't try to do literally everything. That's what killed Age of Ultron. <laughs>
0: yeah we'll get to you age of ultron don't yeah. you worry
3: <laughs> it's on the list
0: uh our next guardians of the galaxy one yeah yeah this movie kicks ass
3: it's got a fucking talking it's raccoon
0: great like
3: that's the Gar- only reason i was excited for it when it first came out guardians of the galaxy was marvel's attempt at Hey, do you think that we can take literally something that no one has ever heard of, that's completely and absolutely ridiculous, and get people's butts in seats? And they did it! And
2: they did it! This is what I would recommend over Ragnarok, if you're gonna go for one of the crazy movies. As, like, someone's first entry into MCU stuff. Because it's it's actually the opener, and it actually explains all these characters, and it's, like watching this movie is like watching any like it's like being president at one of my D groups so that's given it some points for me yeah like,
1: it, mm. <laughs> i'm
2: gonna die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy that feeling like I, that that one that's Can't personally relate. nostalgic for me <laughs> but like dave batista actually like we learned that dave batista could act here that was neat vin diesel like in addition to his other excellent voice acting creds of Superman from The Iron Giant is also a great group. Uh, Bradley Cooper manages to make like a raccoon animated character like entertaining, and it's not just because he has a weird accent and likes to blow things up and steal people's like robot legs, and like the actually more more acting like humans characters in like Gamora and Star Lord. Manage to have a really interesting like interplay between people who are on one hand ridiculous and not acting like normal people would, but also like can can make an audience go oh adorable. Plus, it's a damn light show. It's great. It's lit.
0: I hate you.
2: There's a what? dance oh off. Oh
0: my re- god. There There's a it dance is- off. It does end with the dance-off. The soundtrack to it is also just... There it is. I was wondering when we were going to talk about the
3: soundtrack, because it's
0: (laughs) fucking fire. The soundtrack to it
3: is A, fire, B, heavily influences a lot of things that happen in the MCU afterwards, because they bring it back for uh, Guardians 2, even uh, Captain Marvel they were like, yo, this is set in the 90s. How do we know that? Because they just throw as many good 90s jams into it because they're like, hey, if it worked in Guardians, it'll work here. Uh, okay.
0: I'm going to disagree with you on Captain Marvel, but we can talk about that one later. When we get to Captain Marvel. I no. don't think it works as well.
2: I'd say it doesn't work as well, but it was definitely an inspirational, like an yes. inspired choice. It was, I will, yes. It was clearly it aping like it.
0: Yes. On that, we can agree. Alright, after Guardians, Black Panther.
2: Yeah.
3: It's so good.
0: <laughs> oh, I did rate it lowest. Yeah,
1: yeah, Jake, what's your issue?
0: So I think what always gets me, there's a lot of stuff I like about Black Panther. Warmon- Warmon- Killmonger. I yeah. always forget because it's the worst name in the history of names. Yep. Is amazing. Like he's obviously the best part. Michael B. Jordan yeah. fucking crushes that. I would say also-
1: he is one of the best villains the MCU has managed to do. Oh, yeah. I think
0: he's easily the best villain in the MCU. I think he's one of the best villains like ever. Like
1: yeah, well, period. Like Mainly, like here's the thing. They never mentioned
2: his name in the thing. Like they never they they say Killmonger I think one time they and it's like they definitely call him in... Killmonger. Yeah, I'm think, like fairly certain. I think they I think they do it I think it's uh, what's it said? Martin Freeman's character, yeah, mentions Martin Freeman's it as character his like, says it because he's like, oh, sign.
3: he's one of ours.
2: Yeah, it's like his code sign. but they 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 make it as little of a deal as possible because they know it's a stupid name, and so like, I think they correctly try to bury that under the rug. And otherwise, besides that stupid thing that they do, every other thing about his character is insanely good. Like they uncom they they find a way to un- take all the dumb comic book writing stuff out of out of this. It's just, like, it's one of the best, like, plot-based stories they've made. With an entirely, like, different cast and setting and, like, a whole different feel from every other Marvel movie.
3: Building that future Afroism into Wakanda and just having that on screen is beautiful. Like, that is the definition of a film taking you to a different world. And it just takes you there. Like every part of that was well put together from start to finish. There is, I think, nothing that they really did wrong with building Wakanda and having that movie. Like I just think that all of the pieces fit into place very well and makes it a very, very good movie.
2: Akoi is I... such a good character.
1: The thing, thing I really zero. liked. <laughs> I'm sorry, Megan. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, The thing I really liked about Black Panther, and this is also a thing I really liked about Guardians, is that I liked them independent of the fact that they were Marvel movies. Like, there are a lot of Marvel movies that I will rank based on, like, the other Marvel movies, whereas my top, probably, like, my top five picks in this list are movies that I just legitimately like, whether, like, independent of the fact that they are within the MCU.
3: Yeah, like, I have Infinity War uh, rated much higher. I, I've i got it in my, in my fourth place slot here. And it's mainly because of the fact that it's in the MCU and it has all of those payoffs. But if I was going for, is it a better movie than Black Panther? No. Black Panther is a better movie than Infinity War by all rights. It's just, you know, if I'm looking at the MCU in the broad picture, then... Obviously, the adventure movies and or the as- ensemble movies are going to be higher rated because it's paying off things that they're building up to.
1: So, Jake, you you started off by saying Killmonger, great villain, and then we completely cut you off. So what's, yeah. what's your issue with this movie?
0: <laughs> so the, I think one of the big things is kind of how it ends. You end up with Black Panther and Killmonger, each in Black Panther suits, throwing each other at trains. And it's so just like... eh. Like, one Woman does the same shit, you gotta have a big superhero fight, and it's just like, it feels completely divorced from the movie. I think it goes on for way too long, and I'm just like, okay. The fight they have at the waterfall is really cool. Way better. Oh, it's so so good. good. But then you gotta end it with them in Black Panther suits, throwing each other at trains... And this one's like kind of purpley Black Panther, and this one's like kind of
3: goldish Black Panther, and it's just kind of like, eh. oh wait, the superhero stealing a super suit and fighting the other the 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 supervillain or whatever like that's that was done in Iron Man. Yeah, it's like, huh? I wonder why all those are really
0: low for me.
1: Yeah, okay, I, that's that's fair.
0: The mirror matchup is really bad, and I always remember. Maybe this is just me. The first fight in Black Panther. It's like in the middle of the forest, it's nighttime, and it's supposed to be lit by like muzzle flashes on the gun, but I don't think it works at all. And it's like my first so my first impression of the movie is I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like it's dark, I don't think it's very well done. So I think those two are probably the biggest things that make me go, like, eh. It's not one of my favorites.
3: Fair. Fair. Moving on.
0: Uh, Avengers Infinity
3: War. Yes, it's a it's a good one. It's-, it's 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 the part one of the Avengers payoffs for what we've been watching these movies for for 10 years. Yeah. Like I- it's it, it is what you wanted to see, you know, the Guardians and the Avengers and everybody else crossing paths and fighting the big bad of Thanos. I just It's what you want to see.
1: So I I, I think I'm noticing something about my list versus all y'all's list, and that's that I don't really care about the big payoff movies as much as you guys seem to.
2: Like nobody gets as much. Like if it is worth, very good at what it does, and it sets out to give nobody a ton of screen time, with like two exceptions.
3: Oh yeah, no, I was looking at a breakdown of every single character's screen time in the entire movie, and it is amazing to see some of those characters that it's just like Black Widow has, I think, a minute and 15 seconds of screen time total in the entire movie. It's it is very much and, and not against Black Widow as a character or anything like that. It's just the if you're putting every single character in a movie, someone at some point gets shortchanged. And, and, and how I how much feel
1: screen like... time did Iron Man get in that movie? Iron Man
3: got a total of 14 minutes.
1: Yeah, I feel like there was too much Iron Man in that movie. (laughs) I mean, it is... I feel like there's too much Iron Man in, like, every movie that isn't an Iron Man movie, though. Honestly,
2: Honestly, also... Megan, your statement of, I think everyone has it higher than me, most of us have it higher than you by one. It's just that Owen has it higher than you by like six.
1: Okay, so yeah, Owen is really the one skewing yeah. yeah, this is a big ranking here.
2: And we are all, the rest of us, it's seven or eight. Where those are very, it's good, we think it's all very good, but it's not like the best. Which makes a lot of sense to me. Like, it was very good, and I think that, yeah, it gets like a lot of points for, like, you get to see so many characters that have before never interacted in the MCU, but also there's there's not all that much of it. There's Plus, some of the best fight scenes, but, like...
1: I, I also feel
3: like it has one of the best twists in it. That ending is...
0: It's yeah. very incredible. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> even
0: knowing they're gonna bullshit their way back out of it, the fact that they went for it at all was, like... Because going in, like... If you know the comics at all, you know like Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos kills like half of everyone, and going in, it's like, well, they're not not going to kill.
2: Actually, like no
0: way, they can't do that. That's like not an option. So that they go for it is like, whoa, okay, props.
2: Yeah, no. How how spoiler? How how discreet of spoilers are we gonna get? Are we just go like?
0: Oh, I no. don't expect they This they'd is just full spoilers. People. Yeah,
2: just spoil it. When they killed all the Guardians, basically, except for I think Rocket's the Rocket. only one alive. Rocket, Rocket and, and are Nebula are I the only two them. from the franchise That's that are right. alive. Doctor Strange died. I'm like, didn't see that coming. I thought he'd be like necessary. Yeah, Yeah.
1: they basically killed off the entire future of the MCU and all of the original Avengers survived. And it's like, okay, I see where this is gonna go in the next But
3: it's it's definitely one of those things that like I I, I mean the 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 famous uh, anecdote here is the fact that we were eating dinner before we saw the movie and we were guessing who would be alive at the end of this who is going to be dead and my girlfriend already read the spoilers of what happened in the movie and just chuckled to herself because we were so so very wrong like we we had no idea what we were walking into
2: I still think Loki isn't dead <laughs> <But> we <have laughs> when
3: when the russo brothers have said he's dead I the people that him. made the movie are like no 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 he's like gone gone and it's like okay he's like gone gone
2: no they're no he's not their full shit
3: <laughs> yeah yeah that's not that's not
0: very conclusive of course they would they want it to be surprised when they bring him back
2: yeah loki the guy who has he has two tricks, being kind of a douche, but funny, and not being dead. <laughs> I, I I, need to see more conclusive he's dead proof than something you can see with your eyes.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, moving on, number seven, we have Spider-Man Homecoming. This is my favorite Spider-Man movie,
2: of all of them.
1: <laughs> oh, by far. Like- Spider-Verse?
2: I haven't seen it at the Spider-Verse, yeah, which I know is a crime.
1: Still haven't seen it either, and I really want to, oh, I just haven't
2: yet.
3: Spider-Verse blows this out of the water.
2: Uh, okay. also, also, I am a big fan of the Andrew Garfield one, Get At Me. Like, I'm not saying it's better which? than this one, but I think it's, it's not by it. the... the, the... Wasn't one, one or, or two, two. The, there's one. two. Oh yeah yeah this i forgot about oh god there, there's two remind me and i would Why like point to point out because <laughs> you said
0: i like the andrew garfield <laughs> the one. one i'm an idiot the first words
2: i'm not okay andrew <laughs> garfield one. was I better I don't than toby better by, I, don't, I don't think that i don't think homecoming is better but than it by such a huge margin that it's not even close then the amazing the
0: spider-man one. i cannot disagree with you harder
2: on this point it has Emma Stone in it, that gets a lot of points. Just three points.
1: I mean, sure. I mean, I love Emma Stone, but, but... Th-
2: This movie's like a good
0: movie. And that
1: one, like Yeah. Isn't so I'll be honest, I didn't see Homecoming for months because I was feeling kind of jaded at that point, and I was like, I'm I don't care about yet another Peter Parker Spider-Man movie. I just don't care especially after you know the amazing spider-man and how that went it's just like i'm not here for it but then when i finally did watch it i was like oh shit, no this is like a good movie
3: tom holland just did such a good job being peter parker it was it was the peter parker that we wanted from like day one
1: he was funny he was dorky he was adorable He was bumbling around, not knowing what he was doing, and it was great. They
2: didn't have an Uncle Ben dies scene in it.
1: (laughs) Huge points.
0: The other thing, I really, because I was really worried they would do this, is that they would try to make it like, oh no, the world is ending and Spider-Man it's like, no, he stops a thief. Like, that's the main thing. Like, Vulture's an asshole and tries to kill him repeatedly, but he's just trying to steal a bunch of stuff. Like, like, just, like him the worst parts of the
2: movie it. are when he's, like, jumping around set pieces in D.C. for no good reason. But that's just because it just doesn't make sense at all.
0: It feels more like a set piece than it belongs in the movie, but I I still think it works like Gangbusters, man. I love this movie.
3: Yeah.
2: Awesome, uh, yeah it's a Spider-Man movie that has a twist. They don't have twists, usually.
3: Yeah. And and I I have to also give it props. The entire car ride sequence is probably one of the best pieces of cinema I've ever seen. Sure. Michael Keaton kills it. He kills it on his performance alone. And I have watched it time and time again to try to understand why it's so good. Because and like there's no tricks of the camera or lighting or soundtrack or anything like that to build the suspense that you have in that car ride it is solely his performance that just gives you a sense of dread because like you can tell he's putting all of the pieces together of who's in the backseat of the car and you're just like oh no oh no he knows the amazing spider-man sucks kevin fucking fight me
0: moving on number eight iron man three
3: uh i like that we rated this one above all of the other iron mans
0: okay it's the
1: best iron man movie. i'm gonna come out and say it i
0: don't like one or two i especially don't like two but most people like one and i don't even like one three is fucking great i love iron man three
3: what what are your reasonings behind loving iron man three
0: uh, so, first of all, it's one that's about Tony Stark, but he's, like, human. He's, like, vulnerable. He's not just a yeah, prick the entire yeah. fucking movie. It's not like, oh, well, I'm the best. I'm the- Fuck you, Tony Stark. No, he gets his teeth kicked in, and he's, like, actually struggling, and he, like, overcomes something. It feels like he has a fucking arc
3: over the course of the movie I, I was gonna say the the reason why i have it rated where i do is because of the fact that this is one of the first times at least that i noticed and remembered and was like paying attention enough of like he's dealing with trauma he yeah. is a hundred percent a trauma survivor and this movie is him overcoming the trauma of the shit that he went through and instead of him being this kind of like oh look at me like i'm so privileged and money and smart and everything this is the first time that like we really have like i think almost anyone in the mcu for that matter that's really like you see just how far this character has come from like iron man one and being this like playboy dude to iron man three where he's just broken and struggling and i think
2: that's where you're wrong like really wrong like Iron Man 1, I don't like it a lot. I think it's a very good movie because it does a lot of the same things in a less flashy way before there was an MCU. Before it was just Iron Man and we're gonna see if these stick. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, he was in a like, in a terrorist camp and because he, his own like, they'd gotten his own weapons and someone was selling them to him and he saw people that he was having a good, like having a good time in a bad situation, like, in a bad, in a war zone, just blown the fuck up, and tortured, and, like, he had to break his ass out, and, like, those things changed how he acted in one a lot. It, he, he was a dickhead, but he was a dickhead in a different, like, in a different way.
0: <laughs> dickhead and, light, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he, he
2: he was he was a dickhead trying to do a to to do the right thing for the entirety of one. Where things started to fall apart is when he gets his shit back together after like the suit's all set up and all that. Like when after the end of one, where oh I could have you know fixed myself, but I'm instead just rolling around in the suit. So for Iron Man two and the Avengers, the first two Avengers movies, it really doesn't exploit like it stops working as a. Iron Man has this like tragic backstory because that's in his past. That's no longer the movie we're in.
1: So, and so three
2: comes back around and it's the trauma of New York instead of the trauma of his captivity.
1: Kev, it's interesting that you just said in the first two Avengers movies, because Ultron happens after Iron Man 3. And this is actually, I I know we'll get to this later, but one of the reasons I fucking hate Age of Ultron is because I felt like you got a lot of character development in Iron Man 3, and then they just completely invalidated all of it. Like it had never even happened. True. And I just, it makes me so mad.
2: It's because, like, I was like, who, I was like, it's, that's the problem with a lot of the MCU, is just like having very different directors. sometimes the ones that do great shit are like, oh, and we're going to just bring your character with like, a half a dozen lines and him in this big ensemble film. Right, also, like
1: inconsistent characterization. Just,
3: oh. I was gonna say also, this is another uh, example of, I think, uh, a very good twist and villain. Yeah. Uh, Mand-
0: are you really
3: gonna be down on the Mandarin
0: reveal? No, I'm gonna the say Mandarin it's, reveal I'm was say great. It's,
2: I'm gonna say it's great, and then when it turns out that it's, like, laser like volcano dude, who is just a psychopath because...
3: He's not like, a psychopath because he's a psychopath because of the fact that Tony Stark was a dick to him in the 80s and left him on a fucking rooftop because he was too busy porking a chick.
2: Okay, so don't tell me that this villain that is it? good and tell me that the villain from Iron Man 2 was bad is all I'm going to say here. If if you think that that is what makes this villain good and the fact that he's just a psychopath that hates Tony Stark and so he's going to try to, you know, like bomb various random cities and like take over companies. and I'm gonna make a bunch of super soldiers that are gonna go crazy, Yeah, that that's gonna be, th- because that makes him a good villain, then no. I'm gonna just disagree. Like, I think that, that I think the manager of it was great. I think it was, I, th- I really enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I think it has really systematic problems. Like, as a movie, not as a Marvel movie. Like what? Like, how this version is, like, this movie just, it had a really good villain and a really good reveal, and then when they sh- they handed it off to the actual villain, the actual villain was just a crazy person like every other Marvel villain. Well, okay, so Iron I have not seen there.
0: this in a long time. But wasn't he basically just out to get money? Like, wasn't that basically the whole plan?
2: Uh, that was basically the whole plan until, like, when he kidnaps Pepper Potts and then it just becomes like a revenge- like, a like, oh, I'm gonna kill Pepper Potts on an oil rig and kill Iron Man and I'm gonna, like, take and, over S.H.I.E.L.D. And the by force. Oh, he did yeah. have
0: the president.
2: Yeah. like forgot it, about that. It, it, it hard cut in the last, like, 20 minutes from really, really good to it started getting dumb like the end of Black Panther. like we're just going to throw him into a fight with Iron Man and all the Iron Man suits are going to come but He's going to blow them all up because no more Iron Man suits except it's Age of Ultron. All the Iron Man suits are back.
1: Right, well, like, so I think that this is one of the problems that the MCU has in general. They, like, really feel the need to have that, like, big, flashy final fight scene. And they do it kind of at the expense of the rest of the movie sometimes.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I love the end of this movie when he blows up all the suits. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: well, like, well, that part, yes, and that part was also very symbolic, and so, again, the fact that they done invalidate all of it really pisses me off.
2: I love it, and it was dumb. I can love the shit out of it, and I can still think it doesn't mean it's a good, like, plot decision I, or makes any coherent sense.
0: I think it's really good, because it shows him moving past the trauma that's been haunting him all movie. Exactly. I, I think He literally th- built the suits out of paranoia, so him blowing them all up is a symbolic gesture of him moving on, and he's embracing Pepper at the time, so it's like... Moving on, his new future, with her.
2: Yeah, could have been donate. you could have donated them to S.H.I.E.L.D. and you could have just shown Yeah, because that's you,
0: a thrilling scene.
2: Okay, you know what also isn't a thrilling scene, but was a much better representation of him moving on, was when, like, they showed him at the end getting surgery for his, like, heart thing. They showed a brief- just like, oh, I'm just like- just like, a brief flash of it, instead of just, you know, they could have showed, like, a freaking like, ten minute thing of a him, surgery. like, getting prepped for surgery, and, like- dealing with that and talking with pepper and like talking with happy hogan and like that i don't would've... know though i don't think that's necessary I, I think this works better yeah i agree i think i would have liked it less and it would have been a better movie instead of i'm gonna be crazy i'm gonna take over the presidency and kill pepper Potts, and i am a dragon ah, my arm's gonna grow back if you cut it off like come on
0: okay we're just gonna hard disagree on this one and move on i i love
2: it i don't think it is a good movie civil war is nine
1: Alright, I'm going to jump in here. Yeah. My biggest problem with Civil War, and I ranked it lower than Jake and Kevin did. Um, my biggest problem with Civil War was that it's supposed to be Captain America Civil War, but this was not a Captain America movie. It did not give you any of the payoff that you needed to like round out the Captain America trilogy. Instead, it was like, let's test and see if we can do the whole like big ensemble before we have to do Infinity War just to make sure it works. And I just, uh, as somebody who really loves the Captain America franchise, this movie really disappointed me.
3: I would say that I agree for the most part. Like, this is not a Captain America story. The, The Captain America part of this story is really just... His friendship with Bucky and his friendship with but, like Stark.
1: barely though. It's just uh I don't know. I mean yeah, decent... decisions. It was a decent Avengers movie, it was a bad Captain America movie.
2: He made all the decisions in the plot. There were very few of them, I'll agree, but he he was the one that made them. Yeah, as
3: as far as like characters and story arcs go, it does seem like it didn't really build much on cap's character uh like it even when it is something that is building upon things it doesn't really like fold into it too much like the entire thing of here's captain america uh, uh, like assembling a team to literally fight an arm of the government for the most part like you know he's he's disobeying authority. He is is going against the uh, the Zakovia Accords like that. In general, for Captain America, should be a big thing because this is like a changing moment of. Oh, of and Cap.
0: you keep saying Captain America defying authority is
2: new, right? It's and not he new. did it
0: last movie new. and the one before that. It's his thing. It's not new.
2: He is the man out of time. He holds older values than the current one, so he always disagrees with the authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I just I just feel like it's a thing that like the Zakovia quarters should have been a bigger deal in Cap and it wasn't because they were they were too busy trying to put everybody else in the movie. Like it should have been a bigger deal about the whole like oh well like who do I choose, my new friend or my old friend? But like, it's there's not even like a hint of him kind of pondering that for even a second. It's just pretty much fuck my new friend from start. Well,
1: okay. So the other thing about that in particular that really gets to me is like you see, well, I've read a lot of things that are like, oh, yeah, you know, the t- like, the relationship between Steve and Tony, and it's, you know, the, they're they're close friends, blah, 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 and it's like, okay, I think the Pardon? problem with civil, right, exactly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the problem with civil war they work is that, together. Tony's a dick it, kid. <laughs> right, it like, it, like, expects you to think that they are friends, it, it presupposes a deeper friendship there than we have been shown in any of the movies, and so it's like, of course he's gonna side with Bucky, like, And then Tony feeling so indignant about the whole thing, I don't know, it just... uh, (sighs) I have a lot of feelings about
2: this. (laughs) This is one of, I don't think either of them really made any choices. Their choices were already made at the beginning of the movie, and so none of this was really a surprise. It doesn't mean it's not good. It doesn't mean that, oh, it's not really a Captain America movie. It's really an Avengers movie that they stapled Captain America's name on top of, and I like the Avengers movies. Even the ones that aren't great. Like I think
1: I'd have liked it more if we were actually getting that third Captain America movie, but instead they took that away from us and gave us another Avengers movie instead. Basically, this as as a replacement for Age of Ultron, I'll accept. Gladly.
2: Basically, like they can't do Captain America Civil War. They did they could do Avengers Civil War as a Captain America movie though, where there's less people with magical superpowers. And I liked how they did that. I don't think it's, it's not a thing. You can't do Civil War without it being a full ensemble cast thing. That's just not a thing you could do.
1: Then give us another Captain America movie and I, make Avengers yeah, Civil War. i have been you. fine with that. I'm
2: just saying, I don't know if it's fair to knock get points for the fact that it is trying to be a Captain America movie, oh, but has I in it. I will.
1: I will knock get points for that.
2: That's fair. I, I've, I, I've knocked a lot of movies points for things they don't deserve to get knocked points on, but like, I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, also, like, just as a side note, the fact that we're getting a series on Disney's streaming service about Bucky and Sam's friendship.
2: What the no fuck, man? What? What yeah. are you
3: suggesting they'd get Chris Evans back for that? for a tv I, thing I, I yeah mean, they I can just, afford that I, I mean they they why can't that afford that thing? but why is that a thing in the first place like they have one scene together in this movie where they both just look at cap while he kisses um uh agent 13 and it's just like oh,
1: i didn't like that part either it was yeah, like, weird that's, and that's creepy the, it's it's
3: the only thing they ever interact together and for some reason they're like yeah you know what we should do make an entire like series out of this and i was like "That is i weird.
1: am yeah. disappointed oh, in sebastian it. stan and anthony oh, mackie for agreeing to dude, do that i still
3: watch agents of shield yes yeah. i'm gonna watch it yeah
2: they're making it because they know people will watch it even if it's bad even if it doesn't make sense even if they shouldn't make it they're going to make a bunch of money doing it you are enabling them. I enable them because if they say MCU, I'm there. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's why your ranking <laughs> has Avengers at number two.
1: You are their target audience.
2: Yeah.
0: So we've been really down on this, but I actually really, really yeah. like this movie. The airport fight scene is, like, one of the best scenes in the whole MCU. The fight at the end between Cap and Iron Man is fucking gangbusters. Yep. The twist reveal... I guess it's not really a reveal to the audience that Bucky killed, um, Mrs. Stark, but it's revealed to Tony, and there's just a lot of raw emotion there, and I love,
2: love, love that ending. Yeah. Also- Spider-Man's in it. I got pictures of Spider-Man. Okay, That's all I wanted.
1: Thing (laughs) about that, Tony Stark fucking kidnapped a kid and brought him to, what, like, the other side of the world? Germany. What the hell?
3: And I, I also to, to go back to Jake's point of the, the ending fight scene, um, this movie is also done by the same uh, director of photography that did Winter Soldier. And so a lot of that same kind of thing of, oh, let's slow down the action and give you like that beautiful shot of Cap's shield breaking Iron Man's like plasma framed between the like cement slots and everything. Absolutely beautiful. Like, that guy deserves more of a raise and more praise than he does, because he does such a good job in the MCU of making this stuff just look pretty. All right, we're 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 coming up on an hour, so I'm going to suggest
0: we try to fast-track the next handful before we get down to the real stinkers at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. lucky us, most
2: of these are kind of boring. I was yeah. yeah. going to say, like, I like feel like
0: we reached the ones where there's going to be less to say anyway, so... It's maybe one or two exceptions. Yeah. Number 10, Iron Man. I already said I don't particularly like Iron Man. I think a big part of it is it ends with Iron Man fights evil Iron Man. And then Iron Man wins. And this is good because the evil Iron Man was evil. I don't I think, really care about it. Yeah. I think
1: a lot of the things I enjoy about this movie are just like nostalgia. Sure. Like, I, I probably wouldn't have ranked it as high if not for the nostalgic feelings I have towards it.
3: I'm glad that it did well. And it spawned all of this stuff, because without it, we may not have had, like, as an extensive MCU as we currently do have.
1: We but... wouldn't be here fighting about it right now. Exactly. But
3: but at the same time, it's just kind of like, you know, when you look back at it, it's it's a very, like, it's something that we're going to see a lot more is going back and looking at the earlier movies. They're, it, it's dated. It's an early 2000s movie. Like, you're like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, the Phase One movies I do not think of age particularly well. Uh, moving on to number eleven, Ant Man.
2: I think this was way better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, why do you think that? Why
3: do you like Ant Man so uh, much?
2: For the reasons that Jake likes Homecoming, basically. Mm-hmm. Like this one's not like nobody's saving the world. It's just like, hey, this individual, like personal thing with this individual, like person who's trying to wreck some shit. But like I think it's honestly I think it's funnier than Homecoming a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. I I liked a lot of things about it. I liked a lot of the characters. Uh um, the villain is not great. I'm yeah, alone. the, the not worst great. part, I'll give cool. you that. I evil evil,
3: evil I'm, man. I'm sorry, evil evil- evil, <laughs> yeah, evil, evil
2: Hulk, yeah. It's
3: the same It's the same kind of trope from, from Iron Man 1. I will say that the one thing that I do really like about this is it was one of the first movies to kind of look in the broader picture and have an explanation of why other people aren't there. Like, it just straight up is just like, hey, why don't we call the Avengers? It's like, because I hate Tony Stark. Done. And it's like, okay, cool. We now understand why this is so grounded and we're not calling in backup from other people. Like, moving on. Because everything else either has that giant plot hole of just being like, hey, if this is such a bad thing, why aren't other people there? Or the fact that other people are there because it's a huge plot thing.
2: Also, on some level, this is a Marvel Marvel criminal movie, so it's kind of got the the like the bad guys are the good guys vibe. Mm-hmm. So like It's like Suicide Squad. Yeah, but not garbage. God <laughs>
0: uh after ant-man at number 12 captain marvel
2: we literally just did a
0: podcast on captain marvel i i don't think i have anything really to add
1: no not really I, it's
0: fine
3: after the podcast i actually have thought about it more and i i rated captain marvel higher than previously stated i think it's a good movie
2: i think it's a good movie and i'd, I'd still end up pretty low in the list of all of these because a lot of the ones that of the ones that i like I don't like them a ton. I think they're kind of boring. I think are more fundamental to like how Marvel movies are. Yeah. You know I, I like the
3: movie a lot. And, and and like, just, just to be clear to the audience, like this Great. is, this is like, especially after, you know, like uh, civil war here and things like this is where we're really starting to get uh, movies that are very much affected by the average of like yeah, where for, people have them.
1: For most of us, I think these middle ones were the, or like lower middle ones were the ones where we were kind of like, eh, I don't really know how to order these. Yeah, they were fine.
2: Any of the ones you told me were like, oh, it's right number twelve. I wouldn't be surprised for any of these. They're all good, but none of them are like insane. Amazing, yeah. And
1: none of them are absolute garbage.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're getting to the absolute garbage. Continuing onward.
0: Yeah. Number 13, Captain America First Avenger. Actually, talking about that, this is the tail end of the movies that I think are go from good to fine. I very much like the first Captain America. Me
2: too.
1: I did too.
0: It
2: has issues, but it's I, I think mean, it's good.
0: It's still a phase one movie, so they were still like kind of not great. But like you goddamn, Chris Evans ahead. is amazing. Like, yes. What a great find. He fucking crushes it. He's so good. Like, he carries the
1: movie.
2: 100%.
0: Like, everything else about the movie is pretty, like,
2: eh. The Hydra people are guys with Nazis with laser guns, but then it's like, ooh, Hugo, wait a minute. Actually, now that I think
0: about it, though, this is the first time Captain America develops and, like, starts defying the rules. Yeah. Because, you know, normally he's such
3: a (laughs) goody-goody, but this is the first time. He defies (laughs) the rules, right? He defies the rules in this once. Like that, it's it's because he wasn't able to serve his country because he wanted to serve his country better. Like I, I think that's kind of the thing. Is like he very much is the person that is trying to do what is right to his country and fellow man.
2: And like in this one, they don't set him up with moral dilemmas. It's him fighting laser yeah, Nazis. He, he fights yeah.
3: Nazis. Yeah, it, it's very cut and dry who he's supposed to be punching, and it's not until later that you have the dilemma of just like, wait, who should be
2: punching and why. And in a movie where you don't have to make moral like big moral decisions with the character, it's are they likable when they're making the decision everyone expects them to be? And it's Chris Evans, yes. <laughs> Are the villains believable as being real douches? Oh, it's Hugo Weaving. Yes, we got it. It is.
3: It is so sad that like this is his only role in the MCU because he's so he, good he at back being up. Red Skull. He does show back up. It is not Hugo Weaving though. Sure, but it could be if he's because he, he didn't die. He could it show is, back up. Again. It is somebody else that did a hell good job acting like Hugo Weaving.
2: But if he shows, if he comes back in another movie, I could. It, it could be Hugo Weaving again.
3: Yeah, I would I would 100% love him coming back. I think he's a great villain.
2: So great. He's the best at everything. Moving on.
0: <laughs> uh, another movie Hugo Weaving's not in. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'm kind of surprised. I had this one really high. I feel like comparatively at least. This was my number 10.
2: I love like it's it's me it's my fault. I love this one to death, and I think it actually has it so it's like it's so not you really pretty a good movie.
0: Clearly, don't love it to death. You put it damn near the Wait, end.
2: If if you put if, it
0: after Ultron, you did not. You oh, did not. Oh, that was a mistake. That's a mistake. How dare that's not you. right.
2: No, that's that's just straight up a mistake. <laughs> don't don't
3: mess up our average.
2: Now <laughs> no, we're no, here. It's the average mess. is messed up. No, it's too no. late. You need it's to weird. you need to defend I, it. I'm fixing. How this? is
0: it better than Ultron?
2: It's not better than Ultron. <laughs> i thought i had that one lower like i i think i might have ultron lower than iron man 2 but that's a different that's weirdly a different that
3: also does it, you switching those also does not actually affect our averages at all because i also have it very low
2: that's, 2, i think it's a real i i love it to death it's one of my if i was just going for one say it's one of your the favorites most. do it if i enjoy it the most i'd say it'd probably out seven I, I think it's. I think I it's like fine. it more than Civil War as a movie to watch, but I think it's just it tries really hard to be the first movie, and it really, really, really isn't. And so the fact that it has plot holes you could drive a bus through, and like no character development for most of the cast, is not really a thing I like. I really yeah. like the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and so they made another one of filler they made a filler episode of guardians of the galaxy but they tried to put plot in it but it didn't make sense
1: yep. it was just like let's do the same thing again except like bigger and louder and flashier and i was just kind of like but and why though there,
2: there was like 10 minutes of really good stuff in it like the in, the thing with like yondu's character development was the only thing that made me give pause like is this not a good movie that was a really good bit that also whole, happens that, y'all that arc was really good but that was uh, it That's yondu I and
0: i would give rocket also benefit of out in there because rocket the fact that Rocket's storyline makes you, like, tear up. Like, that, they make yeah. you care about a cartoon raccoon. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he gets a lot of points with me for that I, one. But,
3: like, I feel like a lot of characters
2: are just very much sidelined in it. Baby Groot is a meme. Drax the Storyer is a meme. They have a new set of, like, sweet music. But, like, they bring in Ego. And he's, like, it. it, it the, there's, there's so many issues with that. Star Lord like, and Gamora have like a fight, but it's not really a fight, and they ignore it entirely, and nobody goes anywhere.
3: Yeah, I like. I don't don't feel like many of the co- characters actually grew out of this, except for I like. I don't even feel like Quill grows too much out of it. the The thing that he really grows from is basically going from I want my father to I don't want my father. Like,
2: okay, yeah, his, his line of my dad is a planet in avengers like the the uh infinity war is like it's like okay cool is if that's all we got out of this movie which i think it is and like mantis is here i guess i mean okay so i i love it i thought it was really fun but it was a really fun movie that didn't do anything and i like these characters i want them to do things with them
0: yeah i i think it does do some interesting stuff with quills character just kind of his arc overall kind of i'm not
2: i want to see the third movie where this gets paid off because this is a build-up
0: yeah uh it's also okay never mind i won't get into that here talking about peter quill's character yeah that's a discussion for another time um moving on
3: uh 15 doctor strange so i know that i love this movie more than
2: everybody else here (laughs) This is the only one I'd say you should buy it in like 3D and watch it.
3: it, it yeah, it's I've beautiful. I've seen this movie like at least twice in theaters. I've seen it on various televisions. Like this is the one that I could say is like the bigger the screen you have, the better <laughs> because it is beautiful. It is, I I think like I wish that the not just the CGI aspects of it but also the photography was as beautiful as the cgi stuff because when he's jumping through all of the different worlds it is so pretty but then when it's just like oh wait he's back in like regular world it's not it's all of it just looks so bad like every single shot that he's just on normal earth is just like oh this isn't pretty at all like this just looks like they could have done so much better stage setup and dressing to really like sell it
2: i think this one is in no way a bad movie but the best character in it is a piece of clothing and they wasted (laughs) mass mickelson's acting
3: yes oh my god yes They, they they wasted his acting as a villain uh i will say the ending of this though was very satisfying yes
0: that is pretty much all that saves it in my eyes don't yeah lie, I, the,
3: the, 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 the fight that the, that the, the quote-unquote fight with or mom is just great yeah it's it's the best thing it's in my opinion almost the only
0: thing the movie has going for it but it's it's a hell of a thing
3: yeah
1: i have nothing to contribute to this one i found this movie so boring i was just not interested also benedict cumberbatch really boring like predictable yes. casting choice yeah and it, the fact that he didn't even that the british accent is like the one thing benedict, benedict cumberbatch has going for him and the fact that he didn't even have that accent was just kind of like why yeah why even
2: cast him then? why
1: cast him why don't you could you have cast anybody else you could have
2: just handed robert Downey jr slightly different facial hair and like
0: <laughs> like actually oh, totally yeah. well, Ugh, I hate that like, we just have two Ironmans now. They're playing heard the it. character
2: well, but he's not a character that people like.
1: No, I, like it's I, just I, the same personality again. Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that at I'm all. A, I'm a
2: really competent, opinionated douche canoe. Okay. Got later, Toadie. <laughs> slash, Doctor yeah. yeah. Strange. Toss
3: him on the pile. I, I will say that it is it is intriguing to me that the Russo... I was uh, listening to an interview with the Russo brothers, and they mentioned the fact that the way that they were writing Doctor Strange in Infinity War was they wanted to have, basically, a parent in the room and somebody that would put Tony Stark in a like Like, someone that would talk down to Tony Stark and just kind of put him in his place. And I feel like it was one of those things of... I know that you tried that. I don't know if you succeeded at that, because he pretty much just sounds like his normal dickish self when dealing with Tony.
2: Yeah, the trouble with talking down to Tony Stark is if you're talking down to Tony Stark because you're Tony Stark, you're not making there be less Tony Stark
1: Right, no, then there's just twice as much Tony Stark in the room. Exactly.
3: I was just like, I see what you tried to do. I don't think that you nailed it in Infinity War with that, but I will say that I honestly like his character Infinity War better than he was in his own fucking movie.
1: I would well, agree with that. I think
0: it's the Tony Stark thing. When you have him near other people that can, like, play off of him, he's not just this unlikable prick.
1: Right, it becomes more interesting, whereas yes. just, like, in his own movie, it's like, cool, you're an I'm asshole. I'm stuck with it. Like, let's like let's he went move through, on, please.
2: He went through the Thor 1 arc of, oh, he's actually likable now, and at the end, he was likable, and then, sure, the end, the movie's over. We don't have a movie of you being likable. We have a movie of you being a dick and then at the end there's a twist. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but, of movies
0: we were bored watching. Ant Man the Wasp, number sixteen.
2: Yeah.
1: We've it's, done a podcast on this one too, we so did. I won't get into the nitty gritty, but it it's, was
0: it's uh, fine. it's
1: kind of stupid. It like, was kind of stupid. I think the best thing about this though was Wasp. She was great. Oh yeah. also Ant yeah. Man's daughter, she was fantastic.
0: Yeah, definitely. And my I don't know though. I felt like he was, like he, he was did a his thing the in the first, first Michael one, Michael. one, and then yeah. they're like, "Let's just do that again in the second one." It's like, yeah. okay, I get it.
2: Yeah. If I'm if I'm gonna rag on Guardians two for making the same characters over again, yeah, Michael Pena's not <laughs> not, not didn't do anything different.
0: Yeah, like it's just kind of a whatever movie.
2: It's good. It's not great.
0: Yeah. It was
1: entertaining enough. I probably won't watch it again.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I literally watched this last night and i have nothing better to say than when we went over with the cast with it it's it's just it was there it's all right i'm 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 excited to see what they do with the characters outside of this because i feel like they've built a lot of good characters uh but like sleight when, of
2: hand magic university the
3: uh, best I, character I, in that i movie. would also <laughs> say that you know the metaphor of trauma that um ghost has is just very good but that's like the one thing of just like ghost is an interesting villain i would put her as one of the better ones that is up there but i feel like the problem is is that like she's not the main villain she is a villain of another guy who's just like random mob boss one because there isn't a
2: main villain in this one the main villain is the fbi like, the, the tiny who, who dimension. Who is
3: who is the villain in this? That's the problem. Is yeah, like
2: there's a lot of antagonists. There aren't very many. Like there aren't very many big villains. There's a couple of like minor villains. Like uh, what's his head Beauregard, whatever Southern dude with a, like of uh, Escalade. He's yeah, a villain.
3: The, the random mob boss yeah. guy. The random FBI agent that always keeps showing up at his like, place. Not a like, villain. <laughs> antagonist,
2: yeah. not villain. Yeah, ghost. Just, ghost, eh. kind of a villain. But like, just mostly desperate. Like. Very I think there's a, lot of de- there's a lot of more in-depth characters, and most of them just run around doing wacky shit. Like, it's not great. Not a great movie. But I have it a lot higher than most, because, like... Yeah, I'm like y- that.
3: I-, I believe that, Kevin, you ranked all of
2: the Ant-Mans higher than everyone else. That seems right. Because <laughs> they're not saving the world. <laughs> it's a superhero movie where the, like, robots aren't coming to kill the planet.
0: Sure, but, like, I feel like in Ant-Man the Wasp, they just don't do anything... Like, it's just stupid, and I hate it. This is fair. Uh, Moving on. Thor 1, number 17.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thor we we talk Ragnarok is rough,
0: dude. Like, yeah. it's a lot of fish-out-of-water comedy that I I have learned. I don't like fish-out-of-water comedy, because every time it fucking shows up in one of these movies, I'm like, oh, this again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think we we our our discussion of Ragnarok, I think, went over this one pretty good. Like Thor One is a movie. It's not a great movie, but it's it's a movie. I mean Um, it's it's You might not even like it a lot, but like it's passable. It's Thor two is where the sins start to happen.
3: Yeah, (laughs) we'll get to you, Dark World. Uh, any last thoughts for Thor? i i i feel like going into our our thing with two dark worlds that we'll get to eventually but also with thor is that like thor is like oh yeah you know mythical viking god level of like material to run a movie off of and we're going to use absolutely none of that for this movie and i'm just like why like, a majority of this movie is literally just him on Earth, no Asgardian anything happening. And then your big fight scene at the end is him on Earth with against an Asgardian-like guardian. Like, that's it. And I was like, this is... When you look at Ragnarok and you see just, like, the level of just mythos and just grandeur that you can pull off with what you have already from, you know, a, an entire culture's worth of gods and things, I was like yeah this is what it should have been but instead we got i'm stuck somewhere in
2: texas oh and i want to argue really bad about this because like thor on asgard when everything was going good isn't interesting like as as a person like who writes like if you're writing a story you should show your characters doing the thing that is the most interesting and thor on asgard being the like at the beginning of thor one being that, like, I have everything that I ever will ever need. I'm set up to take the throne. I've got this giant magic hammer to win all my fights. Like, that's not interesting. It's got a bunch of cool characters in it, but they're not doing anything.
3: And I think that's the thing, is when you so have... it
2: sets up the Thor, like, universe. Like, it shows you those characters, and then it goes, okay, let's put Thor in a position where he's not comfortable, or he has to get the redemption arc.
3: And, and that's the thing, is, like, I don't care about the redemption arc. I'm more intrigued by his friends. And the storylines, and, like, you know, as they mentioned, they're like, oh, yeah, remember that time that we did this one thing? And I was like, no, because that was never in a movie, but I'm more interested in that than seeing Thor stuck in Texas. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool, can we cut to that? Like, even in dark world it's very much of the same thing of just being like oh yeah here's all of this other cool Asgardian stuff and i'm just like hey can instead of mentioning that can we actually see some of it because that's actually sounds interesting rather than this dumb stuff that we're getting out of the movie
2: yeah i think their big problem with that is it won't gel well with the mcu yeah you also
3: like... you might be the first person i've ever
0: heard say you want to hear more about thor's dumb fuck friends on asgard yeah like that, that's what that the wickipedia guy. The girl. I don't remember any of the others. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what
2: Wikipedia's is from. You can look up it, like Thor's what those are. It's what the other are. comics are for. Honestly, yeah. it's just be
3: like, yo, I was, I was so intrigued. I literally bought comics uh, yeah. like explaining like Sith and the the Warriors Three and like their stories. And I was like, wow, these guys are really cool. If like, you were
2: excited about the Thor universe, you'd be excited to see them here. And then they made a movie that had them loosely attached. If you weren't excited about their friends, you didn't have to listen to them talking about Volstagg for half an hour. And I, like... Sure, it didn't end up being great because it's trying to serve a bunch of different people, but, like, I think if they went deep on any of the things we wa- Like, me or you or Jake, and I it's not chimed in at all. Like, or, like, I guess maybe it's, maybe it's the one who wants to see Natalie Portman act more. But, like, <laughs> any I just of have... those people... None I have those no opinions
1: like I feel like we covered this one pretty well before we I've got no additional yeah. C- yeah. opinions to Listen, add here
2: <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see the other characters in Thor so them not showing up is good
0: number 18 Avengers Age of Ultron you suck Megan, hey, Megan take it do away you
1: wanna... <sighs> I hate this movie More than any other movie in the MCU. Possibly more than any other movie. Well, no, that's probably not true. I hate it more than most movies I've ever seen. It's bad. It negates all of the character development we got in previous movies. They make fucking Natasha just a damsel in distress. They literally have her get kidnapped and need to get rescued by a man. Yet again, I just... (sighs) I hate this fucking movie. (laughs) And rant.
2: It's pretty rough.
0: <laughs> it's pretty not great.
2: They made some very relevant, valuable characters show up and killed them immediately. Yeah, like, Quicksilver showing up
0: is like, what? Like, he shows up and it's like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? And then he does, and it's like, okay, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> like, who the fuck cares?
1: There's no emotional payoff. Like, you don't yeah. care. You don't care. And they... <sighs> <sighs>
0: The one nice thing I'll say about it is the Hulkbuster fight's really cool.
2: Yeah, there were some good fights in this. this that,
0: why that
1: part was cool!
2: Not bottom. <laughs> I, like It's better than Iron Man 2. I, I think that's
0: fights. literally the reason that it's not on the bottom for me, is I really like that fight. Um,
1: It's not worth it, in my opinion.
0: That's fair. Hawkeye's also funny once, so that helps.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all the nice things I have to say about Age of Ultron. Um, 19, Iron Man 2. Ugh, this should be lower. (laughs) Like, it's almost at the bottom, and I'm upset that it's not lower. This movie sucks. I mean, when you see what's below it, you're
3: like, okay.
2: This one has one of the most believable Marvel villains of the entire MCU, and just the fact that Iron Man is a douche canoe made it so that it doesn't work.
0: It's... Ugh. It's just, it's not very good, man. Yeah. It doesn't
3: look good. I don't think it was well-written... I don't even think it was well fucking
2: acted. I I don't know about that. Dude, I don't think it's very good. Fucking Hammer was really good. He really made me believe. Hammer, but what about
3: fucking, like, the uh, Whiplash? Like, Whiplash was just a weird person in it from start to finish. You never got an idea of, like, what he was trying to do other than just, like, my dad didn't like his dad and I want my bird. That's his character, and (laughs) you're like, all right and hammer honestly is
0: a punchline like he's not really relevant he's just like this guy you see this guy laugh at this guy like that's his whole thing and then okay i'm not gonna get too into it but the plot line where tony stark gets heart herpes
2: oh that's stupid from
0: his fucking thing and then the next goddamn movie he just gets all the shrapnel taken out and it's like you didn't fucking think of that you dingus you had heart herpes
2: I don't know what's dumb, or him just taking it out, or Nick Fury just giving him random shots to make it better. Because we need you to be around for this movie, so you're just going to be better now. Ugh,
0: this movie just frustrates me.
2: Is this the first movie Black Widow was in?
3: Yes. Yes, Yes, it is. That is the one good thing. It gave us Black Widow, and it gave us Black Widow in a better story arc and character development than Age of Ultron.
2: (laughs) Which is saying something. Age of
1: Ultron is bad. (laughs)
2: Yeah, she's competent in this one. She, like, sneaks into a thing and kills some people. Yeah. Yeah. Kicks an ass and leaves a dude hanging from the ceiling. Like, kicking. He's alive. She's a good guy in this one, so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: alright. This is our last two. Yep. Nine- uh not 19. Our numbers are fucked up. 20! Well, because they're- They're tied. Tied Iron Man two and Hulk last worst. Yeah. Is Hulk- I think this movie's better than y'all are giving it credit for.
2: I haven't seen it in literal years, I'm gonna say that now. I remember not liking it a bunch, but it was literally before this whole thing started.
0: I mean, it's a phase one movie, it's not great, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's great, but I definitely think it's better than- I think it's hands down better than Thor 1.
3: I think that you're right, unfortunately, Thor 1 has more of a weight in the MCU than Hulk, because they pretty much retconned the- fuck out of that movie like the reason why i have it listed dead last they kind of didn't though because the general comes back
0: and hulk talks about shooting himself in the mouth and hulking out of it both of which happen in this movie so it's about as relevant as any and breaking harlem yeah like so it's still it's clearly still canon sure it's not edward norton anymore but
2: yeah, Which is good, because I really didn't like Edward Norton in this one.
3: Where's Brainiac? Where did the fucking... Was Brainiac in the other one? It, you get him teased. Okay, it so be. that's
2: whatever. Isn't
0: Brainiac a Superman villain?
3: Like, it can't be Brainiac. No, there's there's some guy that gets Hulk juice in his brain and yeah, becomes super smart. Yeah, but I don't think smart. his name's Brainiac. He's unless a egghead just guy, them. I don't know. Sure. i don't remember what the heck his name is but, but it's different some... from
2: the green lantern one who gets yeah. some sort of juice in his brain and it gets really big
3: but yeah it's just like you get this guy and i'm just like okay like you know there's that there's also like there uh, supposedly somewhere there's a big hulk uh, or you know like the gray hulk or whatever the fuck the the thing is that he beat evil the shit hulk. out of in harlem yeah yes. just call him hulk. what it is yes going on to the trope of hey it's the same thing but evil
2: which is also separate from Red Hulk, which is the general. <laughs> yeah, might like, happen later, but probably won't because they're smart.
0: I'm not saying it's great, but I like Edward Norton. I think he does a pretty OK job.
2: Yeah. I'd be willing to believe that it should be honestly above a bunch of the things I have down here and half the things I have in the like the midsection. But I haven't seen it in ages and I have no desire to. So. There's
0: really not a need to. It's fine. Yeah. Alright, and then, uh, Megan, do you want to say anything about Hulk? I don't think you said anything.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I have, like, no opinions on Hulk. I I kind of figured, but just in case. You guys covered it.
0: Uh, and then our very last one, Thor the Dark World. So, something nice to say, this one doesn't have evil Thor,
2: so it's got that going for it. Thor the Dark World, why do you make it impossible for me to defend the Thor series? Why? Yeah, Yeah, this one's pretty rough. Like there's even entertaining moments there, but like it's. This is one where it clearly shows that Natalie Portman is under contract to be here, and otherwise oh. it once have nothing to do with this. God, time. does she, she want to go home?
1: Definitely did not want to be in this movie, and you could tell.
0: Yeah, no, she's so just like sleepwalking through it. Not that she has much to work with, to be honest. No, yeah. the script calls for her to basically be a MacGuffin, right? Like she gets yeah. infected with the sauce. Yep. And then, like, I'm literally struggling to remember all the things that happen in this movie. Uh, I
2: mean, Stone runs around Stonehenge with no, like, no pants. Yeah. Uh, what's what's her name from Two Broke Girls? Throw somebody's shoe Marcy? through a teleport. Yeah, throw somebody's shoe through a teleportation portal. Uh, that's 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 a some good dude
0: does a thing in like London, yeah. and they they draw lines on a map. Yeah. Because they're like, oh my god, it's here. <laughs> they just like draw yeah. a circle on a map and they're like, there, that proves it.
2: Thor flies it's... around a bit. There are dark elves. It's, it's there just... aren't even any you know, like great fights.
3: No, it, it's it's very like, I feel like it has almost nothing going for it. Yeah, I mean, the entire ending isn't even like Thor fighting the big bad at the end. It's literally him just, oh, hey, I hammered a bunch of things in with my hammer. And now it's all aligned to stop you from doing the bad thing that you wanted to do. Like, like it's very anticlimactic. It is the literal sense of anticlimactic of I just believe, being like, oh. I believe that you
2: Folding Money, this is very closely following an actual storyline of an old comic because it's, yeah. it's comic book writing levels of bad. <laughs> And it sounds like, oh, let's—he's got a hammer. He's got these weird things you hammer into the dirt, and the dark elves <laughs> are here. Like, you gotta stop them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like this is the one thing that I was just kind of like—I was going into that movie and like throughout the entire thing, I was like, wow, this is actually really neat. We're getting like other things that are happening in Asgard. We're getting the dark elves. We're getting this fighting, and we're seeing some other worlds. Like I was like, I am on board with this. And then they just I- took all of the interesting pieces and then made it all really dull and boring. And I was like wow how did you fuck this up how I did you back. go this
2: bad there is there is a good thing in this movie um this is where we start seeing loki being a character again that's true and well, that's good if by being a character isn't this
0: good. the first movie he shows back up in after avengers yeah i mean okay sure and it starts the trope of him dying
2: yeah which is and, always fun yeah and he's I, not dude. even bad but he's not like he's definitely not good to make this not a bad movie
1: I just, like I said before, I tried to rewatch this movie recently, and I got like 20 minutes into it, and I was like, I would rather be doing anything else it's a than watching watch, this man. movie again. <laughs> and so we probably put something else on instead.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think this one deserves to be at the bottom. The only one I'll say that's, I, it's not actually my bottom. For me, it's
3: Iron Man 2. Well,
0: but...
1: interestingly, this one isn't actually any of our dead last movies so it's not it it
3: is it is the second to last on every single one of our lists which makes it the worst on average yeah
0: and hulk was only saved because like i said i like hulk not not like like it i don't love it but i think it's better than everyone else apparently did if you've watched it in
2: the past 10 years you've got more not 10 years well the past like five years you definitely have better recollection of it than me
1: jake i only rated hulk one lower than you did I didn't think it was. Oh, that, so you did? Yeah, I didn't think Sorry, it was that bad. Sorry, I'm looking at it's Kevin just, and Owen have it dead. Oh fast. yeah, they yeah. they hate it. I, for me, really, the thing that shifted my ranking was just my deep, deep hatred for Age of Ultron.
0: <laughs> yeah, understandable. It's that's another one where like it it has things to defend though. Like Iron Man 2 just kind of has like it has things that are bad, and then there are other things in the movie. Also, uh, that- it has the cameo by Steve Rogers. That scene is genuinely funny, where Loki turns into Captain America for oh, like five just, seconds. I feel like forgot just about a that.
1: I've forgotten so much from that movie because yeah. I just don't ever want to watch it again.
2: It's not. It's not very I've, good. I've if like you...
1: retconned most of it in my head. Go
2: to YouTube, search "best Loki moments," <laughs> and there and you, you go. You'll see all the good bits. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: the only good parts.
0: Yeah, like. Literally, we've been talking about this for, like, a few minutes now, and it took me that long to think of the one good scene in that movie. Yeah. And but it's, yeah, like, like, a throwaway
2: joke. These yep. last four, uh, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 2, Hulk, and Thor in The Dark World, I think we can just go, these are bad movies. If you can avoid them, don't watch these movies. I don't, th-
0: I wouldn't, I don't know that I'd call them bad. I, don't, I stand by saying I don't think Marvel's made an objectively bad movie. I think they're, like, fine. Fair. They're, like, serviceable.
2: These get degrees. The movie, yeah. Like
0: if they came on on TV, I might be like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. They're not movies you'd be happy to necessarily pay money for, but like you'd yeah. watch them. Like yeah. I don't
0: know that I'd go out of my way to watch. It. I would never go out of my way actually to watch like almost any of them. But if they came on, I'd be like, oh, it's- okay.
2: It's, you would definitely go find something else it, to do.
3: Yeah. It's the movies that when you're doing your uh end game like rewatches of everything to get yourself set up for it that you're just like I don't need to see Hulk. <laughs> I can I can just skip over that in my rewatches like running up to end game. I can I can skip Iron Man too. We don't need to go back
2: there. Well, all right, that's that should, our list. I uh, make but Guardians too higher. <laughs>
0: Probably but it's that ship has sailed my friend. We just yeah. got through them all. Yeah uh, Anyone got any closing thoughts or we could talk a little bit about endgame maybe I mean Yeah, I don't know if there's much to say about
2: Endgame. like I'm excited I for haven't it. seen the new trailer, you know. I've, been trailer. I've been trying to avoid them. I was gonna say I don't watch trailers. Them. anymore. Well,
3: here's the, here's the one thing I will say is did that, that, that the, the, uh, Russo, <laughs> the, the Russo brothers confirmed that they are using scenes that are not in the movie or doctor to be different than what is in the movie uh in the trailers to uh, throw people the- off
1: then what's why would the point the of watching the trailer Thank there you. isn't
3: one and that's why like all of the people that do like trailer analysis stuff, the second that they said that that's what they were doing, I stopped watching those people because I was just like, there's no point in me watching new rock stars do a trailer analysis for something that is 100% not going to be in the movie. Okay. Like, so this is wildly off
0: topic and I don't want to get us into this, but how is that not just like false advertising? Like, if you come see this movie, look at all these things you'll see, but no, And you then won't. you see
1: none of those things. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just,
0: that's retarded. <laughs>
3: it's pretty weird it's it's interesting but at the same time i do kind of love it of just being like all right like we know that there's going to be endgame but we just don't know anything about it like we have to go
0: into this why
1: put out out a trailer yeah like literally there's no point if you're not revealing anything from the movie that That logic doesn't
2: even make sense i didn't
1: know that that makes it so dumb so stupid
2: it might be like a marketing thing of like Disney's told them they need to release th- trailers in three stages because that's the current marketing paradigm. And they're like, We yep. don't wanna release trailers in three stages. We're gonna keep the secrets and we're like, Well, you gotta find something. I mean, but and it's not so just Nick Fury in what? there with like a little like in like the the, the shadow realm or wherever he's sent off to, like with like a little fucking juggling kit just going for like five minutes.
0: But like at what point do you reach where it's like false advertising like you couldn't put like a different movie clip in there and be like like, yeah this is our movie
2: like false advertising as in like a suable kind of thing you probably have to go pretty deep but like false advertising, is why are you doing it yeah i think it's dumb that they're doing this
3: i mean hey i think this is a
2: stupid thing that they did
3: (laughs) going into the last uh avengers movie did everybody like that scene that the hulk was fighting thanos on earth because that was in the trailers
0: yeah again a didn't watch the trailers b yeah that's stupid that you can put things that aren't in your movie in your trailers because again it's like oh i want to see that scene but then you don't you get to eat shit
2: was it was it actually was it, it was like it wasn't doctored in such a way that the hulk fighting the big like crab dude like was just shown from weird perspective no, it was so actually what, like showed Thanos face and stuff like that. So, so what it was is like
3: the the team like running into the the fray that you see on, in Wakanda is in the trailers. It's the Hulk. But when you look at like in the movie, it was the Hulkbuster yeah. armor. And so there's probably going to be a lot of things like that. That is just kind of like characters either doctored in or out or changed like the in this new trailer, you see a bunch of characters all, like, lined up in Avengers armor. And I was just like, I don't think they're wearing Avengers armor. I don't think that some of those characters are actually there.
2: That's stupid. And it's it's dumb that they did that thing.
3: But It's dumb, I'm dumb that they did it before, it's
2: dumb that they're doing it now.
3: I- I'm excited to see it because I just think it's, it. you know we're going into it more blind than we previously have other marvel movies okay sure yeah i'm excited for it
2: i think they did a good job of making it so that people who shouldn't watch trailers because they don't want things spoiled over them aren't gonna watch trailers <laughs> because they will watch trailers and go actually be wrong
3: yeah the, the people that are gonna sit there and like analyze every single frame to find out like all of the hidden messages It's like okay go do that You're chasing your own tail now. Have fun.
0: Okay, well, I'm not incredibly weird and unrelated to anything we just did note. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let's
0: draw this list episode to a close. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm sure we'll do a fucking endgame podcast. So join us again on April whatever after. After April 26th. Probably pretty close. We'll see you guys then.
3: This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Special thanks to Kevin, Meg, Owen, and Jake for putting on this podcast. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at e.com Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.